Hello everyone, hello my beautiful beans and welcome to today's episode. This episode is going to be dealing with unsolicited comments part two. I did a part one I think in like January of this year, like a while ago. Um, And it was the one where I received so many responses in my like So basically what I do for for the unsolicited comments, if you don't follow my Instagram account, is that I put up a question box on my stories and people then send in what unsolicited comments they have received kind of regarding anything. It could be their life choices, their appearance, whatever. And it was probably the one that had received, at least at the time, the most um, entries or comments or answers. It was wild. And anyway, I put out a call out again. I thought I'm definitely going to do that. Cause I still get DM'd all the time being like, what would you do if someone said this to you? I don't know how to handle this situation. So I thought, okay, it's definitely time to do another one kind of to refresh where you're at. Even if you have listened to that episode, we're going to kind of refresh a couple of things. And then I'm going to go into some brand new kind of topics around unsolicited comments. And then I'm going to be giving you some answers. Like I'm going to literally read out word for word, comments that people have received. And I'm going to give you my version of what kind of comeback I would give to that statement. Okay. So you can like take those and run with it. And if you find them useful, then a hundred percent, please go out there and use it. I think it's so important to, and I'll go into this a little bit more, but I think it's so important to, if possible, do something about it when someone gives you an unsolicited comment, because if you don't, and, and it, mind you, I'm going to give you a few different options for the comment. You don't have to say something, okay? There's, there's things that you can do. But if you don't, you just unfortunately, even though it's not your fault, you are opening up the possibility for it to happen again and again and again, especially with that same person. And then people get so used to treating you a certain way and thinking that you can be the butt of all jokes or thinking that they can make these comments that you then feel like you're in a position where it's too far gone. It's too far down the track. How do you turn around from that? How do you go back from that? It is always a good time to set a boundary in your life. It is never a bad time. If someone has a problem with the boundary that you're setting, they are the problem. Okay. So never feel like, Oh, it's just gone for too long. I can't. Yes, you can. Okay. And we're going to go into it today, what you can do about it. I'm also going to be talking about how to perceive people when they give you an unsolicited comment. Cause I don't want you to be in a position where you're like resenting and hateful and full of all this angry emotion. That's absolutely not what I want from you. I want you to come away from this feeling more empowered, feeling more lighthearted and feeling less resistance to the people that say these things to you, whether they do it because they're just overbearing and caring or because they're genuine assholes, you're just going to feel less resistance towards these comments. And because of that, you're going to feel like it's going to flow more freely And you're going to be remembering these things or coming up with your own really good comebacks for these people when you're caught up in a situation like that. Okay. Now, separate to that, a little bit of a quick weekly update. Um, I think this is week seven of the lockdown in Sydney. Not loving it. But anyway, uh, at least we can get outside and exercise and do all the things. My beautiful hairdresser, Alicia, brought over my... um, like she, she got my exact color that she always does and she's dropped it off because for those of you that don't know, I am going gray, but do you know what? The most annoying thing about my gray hair is that all the grays that I do have happen to sit right in the center part. Like I part my hair in the center quite often and I'd say most of the grays that I do have choose to reside like a beacon of like 
how you going on the top of my head instead of like normal people who get all their grays like on the sides of their head. So for me, it is so obvious. And like, it would be fine if my whole head was gray because then I could just rock the gray look and it would, I reckon it'd be pretty cool. But it's like, because my hair's so dark, the grays are so like, it's such a contrast. I personally don't love it. So I, yeah, needed to get my hair colored and my hairdresser, sweet angel Alicia dropped off my perfect color match for my hair. Um, and I did it. And I'd like to say, proud to say I did it quite perfectly. And I think that comes from years and years of doing box dyes at home. Yes, I am the pro of doing box hair dye at home. Um, much to the disappointment of my hairdresser, because when I went to her like a year, about, about a year ago, because I had jet black hair and I was like, oh yeah, I've just been doing box dyes forever. And she was like, oh my God, it's going to be a nightmare to strip this. Anyway, she lifted the color and here we are with really dark brown hair. So if you actually want more history about the hair of Alexis, then I think it's like one of my first ever episodes. I talk about like the literal history of the shit I've done to my hair, the hairstyles I've had that like how I've bleached the living daylights out of it and turned it into this crunchy hay stack of like, you know, when you crunch up newspaper, that shit. Anyway. So if you want to be enlightened on that, maybe hit up episode. Fuck No, it's like five or seven. Okay. Also, as of this week, so you're listening to this episode on Monday, as of this week, I will be releasing two episodes a week, two episodes a week. This is very big news for the podcast, for me. It's a massive commitment on my end, but one that I'm so thrilled to be undertaking. Um, And I really appreciate everyone's love, support, sharing of the podcast, telling all your friends about the podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. So I thought I would, and I've gotten re- requests for this all the time, people wanting more episodes. I've gone through them all and they just want more. So I am listening to the people and I'm doing two episodes. Um, I'm not going to confirm exactly what this second, what the second episode for this week is going to be. You will find out on Thursday, which is when it will get released. And that is all. Okay, so let's get straight into the topic of today. No more fucking around. Let's dive in. Unsolicited comments, part two. Okay, the first thing that I want to discuss before I get into all the fun, like how to like great comebacks and all that shit, is I want to discuss the importance of like your mindset, number one. Before you even include other people into your life, you have to check your own head. You have to check what's being told to you by you, Okay. Because it's all well and good to come up with all these comebacks under the sun and have, you know, a a whole like a whole stash of comebacks ready to go. But if you believe what this person is telling you, if you allow their judgment and their thoughts to creep into your self-judgment and your potentially negative self-talk, then it's no good. Okay. so before you do anything, you have to check your own head and think, which comments are the ones that annoy me the most? And is it, do they annoy me the most because I agree with them and I believe it and I take it to heart too much, okay? So there's a few reasons why comments will get to you so much. I'm gonna, and let's break it down. Number one, for that exact reason, you might genuinely believe that about yourself and, and that's why it's so hurtful, okay? And like I made this analogy ages ago, but you know, if, if someone says something to you that's, that's mean or whatever, and you truly, truly believe it, it's going to hurt you a lot more than if someone says something to you 
that you absolutely don't agree with and don't believe in and you think, wow, you just absolutely don't know me. Anyway, it hurts you more if you think, oh, they've seen me for who I am. It's true. I am really bad at that or I do suck at that or whatever. You know, it's always going to hurt more. So when you are talking about unsolicited comments, before you even go into it, you've got to ask yourself, why does this particular comment hurt me the most? So number one, it could be for that exact reason, because you believe a part of it. Number two, it could be because you are sick and tired of it because you've heard it again and again and again and again. Or number three, it's because you know that the reason these comments are being made is to actively put you down. It's to try and drag you down, okay? So those are kind of like the main reasons why it might affect you. But it's good to identify why something annoys you so much. So that way you can tackle it in different ways. There's different ways of tackling it. Because if they're saying something to you and it's because you believe it, then there's more kind of work you need to do on yourself around that and then all the other advice that I'm going to give you throughout this podcast, this episode. Now, the next thing I want you to think about is ask yourself why you are responding, okay? Everything that I'm talking about here on this podcast, it's all obviously just recommendations and suggestions, okay? Don't ever feel like you now have to respond and that you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't respond. You don't have to do shit. If someone says something nasty or mean to you or whatever, that's on them. It's not on you. So don't ever leave a situation being like, shit, I should have said this, I should have said that. You shouldn't have had to do anything. That person shouldn't have said shit to you in the first place. So let's remove all feeling bad and feeling guilty because you weren't able to say something in that moment. Don't put the blame on you because someone has gone out of their way to make that moment a misery for you, okay? Let's remove that that mindset of I should have, I should have done this, I should have done that. Not at all, okay? Not at all. But if you are responding, know that it is a choice and know that sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, and it's not a reflection on you whatsoever if you respond or if you don't respond. It's based on how comfortable you feel in that moment to make that response, to have the comeback, to create that kind of awkward situation for the other person. That's completely a choice and don't ever feel that it's something that you are forcing yourself to do even if you don't want to. This is all, everything I speak about in this podcast is to make you feel more comfortable within yourself and around people that are saying certain things to you that that are hurtful or harmful or that you don't enjoy, okay? I'm just trying to help you navigate that particular situation in your life better. I'm not here to be like, you have to do this. And if you don't do this, you're doing yourself a disservice. No. Okay. You come first, especially in this situation. Then another thing you want to be asking yourself is, is it important to me to call people out on their bullshit? Is it, you know, to call someone out when they're you know, their nose is way too far into my life when they're out of line or being inappropriate? Is that important? Because for some people, you may may be one of them. If you speak your mind and if you try and stop them and shut them down, it makes you feel more uncomfortable. That might be the case. And for you, you're going to use a suggestion that I'll give you later on, which is slightly different. But some people really value calling other people out. They think like, and I really value it too. I think if you're comfortable to call people out, feel free to do so. You should never feel bad for calling people out. I don't care if the person's old. I don't care if the person's got status, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. As long as you do it with respect and you are matching their energy, but kinder than them, 
then it's always okay. It is always okay to call someone out after they have given you an unsolicited comment. You are only reflecting back what they're giving you, okay? So how could that ever be inappropriate? No matter who the fuck that person is, right? So like I said, it's always fine to call people out, never feel bad. However, you might be like, oh, now Alexis is saying you should call people out. But what if, you know, what if someone's always saying shit and I just can't be bothered? There are many times and I myself find myself in this, like I love calling people out, but I also find myself in situations when I don't. And the reason I don't is because in certain situations in my life, I pick my battles. There are certain people where I kind of look at it and I think, what is the intention behind that person's comment or behind what that person's trying to do? And if the intention is they are totally oblivious, it's not actually affecting my life whatsoever. I could be calling them out, but it's going to cause me more drama and time and a waste of my energy to do this. I'm just not going to bother. I'm going to pick my battles. So even even me, someone who's really big on calling people out, there are definitely many times in my life where I'm like, look, I could, but I'm just not even going to bother going down that road. It's just going to cause me, it's just like, fuck that shit, fuck that shit, engaging with somebody who's just probably not going to get it. And I'm going to be repeating myself. Like I always say, you need to manage your expectations with people. So if there's somebody that's just so infuriating to try and reason with, you might think I'm not going to bother picking this battle. I'm not going to bother. Okay. So taking all of that into account, Another reason why you probably want to call people out if you choose to do so is to back yourself, to help you love and respect yourself more. If you are somebody that is struggling with self-love, one of the best things you can do to pretty quickly start to turn that around for yourself is to peacefully start to defend yourself. Okay. And this is why I want to give you like verbatim quotes that you can say to people in response, because unless you're doing it clearly sarcastically one of the worst things you can do to to yourself with your self-love and your self-esteem is to agree with somebody when you don't actually agree and I'm talking like where you just like bow down and just accept what they're saying and agree with it you're better off just staring at them like I said in like my last episode um, about unsolicited comments. One of the best, if you don't have a comeback for somebody, one of the best things you can do is create awkward silence. If someone says something to you that's inappropriate or makes you feel uncomfortable, and you don't know what to say, stare at them, okay? What that does is you create awkward silence and awkward silence magnifies the last thing that was said, So if the last thing that was said was insulting or inappropriate or rude, it makes that person feel even more uncomfortable and even more awkward. And you're going to see them squirm and like scrimmage for like, you know, ways to, to like make what they said. Okay. Or like, Oh no, I meant this. And you just watch them and you don't even have to say anything. You just stare at them and watch them try and squirm their way out of that awkward situation. Okay. But please, for the sake of yourself, If you don't agree with someone, don't agree with them. Don't say, yeah, I know, but no, 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 no. If you have nothing to say, just stare at them, make them feel uncomfortable, but stop agreeing unless, and I'm going to give you some examples where unless you are being so sarcastic that it's like bleeding through your words and it's so obvious that you are like rubbing it back in their face, don't. Because when, the moment you agree with someone, you say this person's opinion is more important than how I view and value myself, okay? Don't do that to yourself. Don't 
put yourself through that. And what you're going to notice is if you defend yourself, especially to someone where you haven't normally in the past been able to defend yourself with, you're going to go home that day or that night. You're going to tuck yourself into bed and you're going to be like, fuck yeah, you badass bitch. For the first time, you fucking stood up for yourself and I feel good because I'm going to bed with myself, not just tonight, but every night. And I backed myself today and fuck that felt good because at the end of the day, that's all that I ever wanted. That's all that I ever needed for me to have my own back. And I did it today. Trust me. It feels so fucking good, especially the first time you do it. Oh, best feeling in the world. If you haven't done it yet, I highly recommend it. Okay. So to wrap up, these are, those are the main reasons why I think you, you know, whenever possible, you want to be calling people out because, um, you know, so that way people think twice about doing it, especially if they're always doing it to you. And hopefully they think twice about doing it to somebody else, but also to work on your self-love by defending yourself and saying, no, I'm not going to take that. You know, I don't have to put up with that if I don't want to, or if I'm not willing to. Now, the next thing that I want to cover is you don't have to understand where people are coming from, right? But one thing that I want you to do is kind of understand the intention behind why somebody is saying what they are saying to you. You will save yourself so much stress and angst and resentment if you can kind of just create scenarios as to why somebody might be saying what they're saying. You don't need to know the exact answer, but if you realize that everyone's got their own agenda, right? Whether they realize or not, everyone's got their own agenda when they talk to somebody else. And you kind of want to understand or try to understand where they're coming from. That way you can, you know, have a bit of sympathy to these people and have patience with these people. And the beauty of understanding where they're coming from is it takes the stress and emotion from what they're saying and it puts it on, like you stop feeling like, oh, that really hurt to be like, oh, I feel sorry for you now. Okay. So for example, these are particular reasons that someone, you know, might be saying intentions behind it. Like it could come from they feel like you're a threat or they're jealous of you and they feel competition. So their way of feeling better is by dragging someone else down. They may not have understood you. So they might've made a certain comment and that only applies for certain things that people say. Um, they might have observed how other people speak to you and they just mirror that. You know, they just mimic how other people talk to you because they think that that's just your standard of how you accept being treated, you know, and they haven't questioned it. Not that it's okay, but that might be why they speak to you the way they do. Um, they could do it because they're so insecure that they need to put you down first before the threat of you putting them down. That's pretty much how a bully operates. You know, they're actually bullies are very insecure. Bullies are not comfortable in their own skin at all. So they always feel threatened. So in order to not feel threatened, they quickly, quickly like um, impose their, their intensity and their attitude and their comments onto other people so that way these people get like oh intimidated I'm quite scared I'm not gonna I can't put that person down because they're scary they've just put me down so that gives them that upper hand when they don't feel confident within themselves and they've got poor like low self-esteem it could be just because they are a fucking asshole and they enjoy seeing other people uncomfortable that's a possibility um it could be because they're just 
entitled. You know, those people that just have this heightened sense of themselves and they think that everyone is like a peasant below them. That might be the case. Those people, I love calling those people out. It's very fun. And it could also be because they just have a set of really deep seated beliefs. It could be due to cultural or religion or whatever, or just an outdated belief around a certain topic. And they feel the need to educate you. They feel that you are uneducated on that topic. I know better So just basically stop trying and just do what I tell you because I'm more mature, I know more about this topic or I'm the enlightened one, I know the way you don't. Another one, of course, is purely because people worry about you, they care about you and so they're really trying They're trying to help you because they think they know better, maybe because they've had more experience in it. And a huge one is with parenting massively to new mothers. And I got so many DMs about this. Women who have babies or children who are constantly being told what they should and shouldn't be doing. A lot, Not always. A lot of the time it's very fucking annoying. But a, a lot of the time it's also from really well-meaning people that adore them, but they've done it some a certain way. They know it works for them. They see you do it differently and they're like, that can't be right because I didn't do it that way. I don't know that way. I know my way worked. So here, you're doing it wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. Like I can't I'm worried for the people around me for when I end up ultimately having children because they are going to suffer the wrath of Alexis if they try and give me their unsolicited fucking comments about how I parent a child. So RIP to the future people in my life at around the time that I have children. I do not apologize in advance, but yeah, that will be an interesting thing to unfold because I, I honestly don't know how mothers do it with a million people with a million pieces of advice where I would imagine that you also have to sift through it because some of the advice would probably be fucking great and some advice would just be like shut the fuck up I'm literally being told to do the same thing in 10 different ways like how do people deal with it I don't understand oh for me when I have a child I reckon I'm just going to pick like a few motherly mentors and stick to that and just block everything else out otherwise you just go insane you go insane anyway that's my first of many rants for the day. Now, like I said, important, always manage your expectations around people. If someone's always been a certain way with you, of course, feel free to call them out, but don't expect your relationship with that person or their behavior to change. That's definitely not, you know, you can only base how someone's going to behave based on their on their past behaviors, not on what they're saying, on what they've done, okay? Now, always, whenever possible, replace taking it to heart with understanding or sympathy, okay? I sometimes feel bad for someone that's so clueless or so fearful that they need to project their shit onto me, like someone who just can't coexist with someone that's different to them. I feel for them. I really do. I'm like, you're in a prison in your own head, mate. I kind of feel bad for you. So then the moment I think that, I stop feeling that hurt and I think, imagine being you who always has to tear people down in order to feel safe. You must feel so unsafe that your way of feeling safe is to try and make people as like to fit into molds that make you comfortable. You can't live your life coexisting with people that you don't understand their lifestyle. If you don't understand someone's lifestyle, you have to just either, you know, change them or let them know that you understand them. When in reality, I don't think you need to understand someone in order to respect them. Okay. And I I think I even said this in my last um, unsolicited comments thing. A lot of unsolicited comments come down to the fact that people just don't understand. Okay. It's definitely possible to still respect someone and give someone their own space 
even if you don't understand how they live their life. The way I put it is if they are just living their life in a way that only directly impacts them and no one else, then there's nothing really that you should be saying about it at all. And I Again, if you haven't listened to that, I just wanted to raise one thing with you guys because I did mention it in the last episode of Unsolicited Comments, but I really want to bring this one home for you guys is that let's say you're the person making the, the unsolicited comment to somebody. When you make that comment, you have to ask yourself, whatever this person is doing, does their behaviors or the way that they're living their life directly impact me? Or does it impact me indirectly? And what I mean by that, do their actions make you suffer in some way, shape or form? If the answer is no, then it is not directly impacting you negatively at least, okay? Indirect impact would be more like, oh, that person's quite like hectic with their style. I have to look at it. That's very indirect. And most of the time when people make an unsolicited comment, it's because they are indirectly impacted by the way that person lives their life. It just, it's clashing with their belief system. It's clashing to their style. It's clashing to, so they feel the need to make comments. The only time it is appropriate to make comments about how someone is living their life is A, if they've asked for your opinion, or B, is if it is directly impacting your life. So if you're about to make some sort of comment to somebody, ask yourself that question. Did they ask me for it? Is it directly impacting me? If the answer is no, no, probably shut up, unless it's a compliment, in which case go for gold. And the same goes in reverse. So whether you're the one giving the unsolicited comment or vice versa, every episode that I do, it is always important to ask yourself the question, am I the one who is doing this behavior to somebody else. It's very easy to, to identify yourself as the victim when you hear a story, but not easy to identify yourself as the perpetrator in a story. We love to identify with the big victim, but very rarely identify with the perpetrator. So do it. Ask yourself, do I do this to other people? Because it's probably done to you, but are you doing it to other people? And if you are, amazing, identify it, great, you've identified it, stop now. Okay, now... Let's go into some, so this is where it gets a bit more interesting. We're going to go into some actual comments that people have sent me that they've actually been told, which blows my mind. This is so fucked. They've actually been told these comments. Some of these comments are so inappropriate and so like presumptuous that they can just make these comments about other people about their life or about, you know, anyway. The, the most common ones that I got so much on weight, it's crazy, so much on um, young parents or I mean parents of young children, like babies and working mothers and things like that. So I'm going to go through a whole bunch of them. What I'm going to do will be the same format as last time. I'm just going to read out the com comment and this comment is literally word for word what someone has sent me that they have been told and I'm just going to respond with what I personally would say as a response to that unsolicited comment, okay? So let's get into it. Let's put some people in their place. Let's pull some people up. All right. You should want kids because if you don't have them, you're going to regret it. It's impossible to regret something you don't want. But if you want to hang around to say, I told you so, be my guest, but you'll be waiting a long time by my housemates. If you woke up earlier, you wouldn't be so depressed. Whoa, amazing. I think you just found the cure for depression. You have hairy arms. Thank you. And you have great observation skills. Gold star. 
you've changed. I don't know who you are anymore after I've set some boundaries. You probably don't know me anymore, but you're welcome to get to know the new and improved version of me if you want. You look tired. Tired of comments like that? Yes, spot on. You came across too confident and that's why I treated you like that. Right, so to feel good about yourself, you need to put others down, correct? Comments about how sexually active or inactive I am. I'm either a virgin or a sex demon. Thank you for giving me an insight into how your mind works. I'll remember to steer clear. Or, I don't know if you discuss your sex life with everyone you meet, but mine's not up for discussion. You live alone. Don't you get lonely? What, being away from everyone's bullshit? I wouldn't call it lonely. I'd call it relieving. If you were good enough, I wouldn't have to look anywhere else after my partner cheated on me. Can I just say, what the fuck? Who the fuck says that shit? Anyway, here we go. If you were good enough, I wouldn't have to look anywhere else. If you weren't so insecure and terrified of being alone, you could have ended this before cheating. Oh, you're single? Don't worry, you'll find someone. Is it called finding if you're not looking? People commenting on my tattoos and piercings saying I've ruined myself and I'll regret it. You can't regret being a badass bitch. It's impossible. You should try it sometime. That muesli bar has six grams of sugar in it. What's the point? Oh, you're right. I might as well just give up on food in general. Like, what's the point of eating? After getting a degree in biodiversity and conservation, what will you even get with your degree? A job, actually, but I wouldn't expect you to understand. You are pretty for an Indian. I don't date Indians. Of course you don't date Indians. They wouldn't date you if your life depended on it. From my mother who tells me, I am selfish for not having a baby. Selfish was you birthing me for your own agenda so I could be your puppet. Who's selfish? As if you dated someone that looks like that, you must have been bored. Actually, listening to you right now is the definition of boredom. So no, in comparison, they were pretty entertaining. I'm a redhead and I've been told, does the carpet match the drapes? Does your personality match that comment or are you just pretending to be a pervert? You will be lonely if you don't have kids. I actually have quality relationships in my life that I work on. So I don't need to create a human that can't leave me in order to not feel lonely. I don't know about you though. So this girl that's written me this, um, this comment, she is, she has told me that she's Indian and this is what a guy said to her. Being seen with you was embarrassing and damaging to my reputation. If you're referring to your reputation as a racist pig, then yes, you're correct. Dating me would have fooled people to think otherwise. But can I just say, separate to that, who the fuck is this person and get him out of your life as quickly as possible. Toxic, toxic, toxic energy, be gone, sage your home, sage everything that is ever touched in your home and like release those bad vibes. Oh, that makes me sick. Okay, moving on. When people say to me, what do you even do for a job? And then after I've fully explained it, they then say, yeah, what even is that? Did you not hear me? Or did you not understand me? Let me know and I'll accommodate you. Whoa, you are so big and tall. 
Unfortunately, not tall enough that I can still hear your comments down there. Oh, of course you got that. You're just naturally smart. What's natural is the fact that I have a brain, but so does everyone else. I just use mine more, evidently. To someone who's gay, you do know you're going to go to hell, right? Well, if gay people are going to hell, that means that Mardi Gras is in hell. Get me to hell immediately. This one's from random men on the street. You look so much better when you smile. Well, you don't, so please refrain. You are too muscly for a girl. Well, compared to you, I see why you might feel that way. Why would you spend your money on that? Well, if I don't spend my money, who will? Using a menstrual cup is disgusting. Well, luckily, not for people with hygiene standards, so I'm fine. You have the potential to be attractive, you just have to lose weight. Well, actually, in my case, more is more. You made a mistake breaking up with him. No, I made a mistake coming to you for support. Whenever I wear tight or revealing clothes, yeah, but that's not really your look. If I'm wearing it, it's my look. It's me looking how I want to look. But thank you for noticing, that's very sweet. Whoa, you're so pale. Is that it? Is that your statement? Or is there like a punchline or something? Okay, guys, now something that I really want to address is comments that are made to people regarding their weight, whether they're overweight or whether they're underweight, okay? People making these like comments, just, just you know, these side comments, just out of the blue, they just come up out of nowhere and it's often around when you're eating or when you're wearing a certain outfit. What you need to realize, if someone makes a comment like that, and then tries to justify it straight away with being like, oh, it's only because I care, that's when you need to be like, no, 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 no. You making a a comment, an unsolicited comment, is very different to you sitting me down in an open space where I feel comfortable to discuss something about myself. They're two very different things, okay? So don't ever mistake someone making a comment about your weight as them caring for you. It is not. It is them imposing their beliefs or their opinions onto you. That's not them caring. Caring would be creating a situation where you're both on an even playing field, where you're opening up the the forum or the platform to have a, a warm and open discussion about the topic. For example, hey, Alexis, can we sit down? Um, I just, there's something I want to talk to you about. I want to feel comfortable talking to you about it. I want you to be able to talk to me and to be dead honest. I don't know how else to say this, but I've noticed that you've been gaining weight. I am concerned about your health. Is this something that we can discuss or not? That, that is a start. You're genuinely saying, hey, look, I'm really caring about you. This might be an uncomfortable conversation, but I really just want to raise it because I'm concerned, right? That you know, even then you don't have to receive it well. You can be like, not interested. I don't want to talk to you about my weight. Thank you very much. But at least that person has kind of opened the, the, the discussion to be like, I'm willing to be vulnerable. Even if it's uncomfortable, you can shut me down. Can we talk about this? Then making a comment like that, you should never feel bad. You should never be like, oh no, but they care for me. And that's why they're saying it. No, motherfucker, they're not caring for you. That is not a caring comment because I got sent so many of these comments. And some of the things that people say to other people is savage, like full savage mode. Things like, oh, we thought we were going to have to 
um, make the doorway bigger for you, like shit like that. I'm like, my mind is blown that in this day and age, there are still so many awful comments like that being thrown around to people. Okay. So make it like make it known and be clear about it. Then when someone makes an unsolicited comment about your appearance, in particular, your weight, underweight or overweight, that is not them caring for you. And you can say that you can say, I hope you don't follow that up with, I care about you because if you cared, you would turn this into a genuine conversation and ask me how I feel. You, however, are uncomfortable seeing me look the way I look. So you feel the need to make a comment to make yourself feel better. No, thank you. I'm not interested. Take your bullshit elsewhere. And again, as always, the same goes for you. If you ever make a comment about one of your friends, I can guarantee you this one thing. Here's what I can guarantee you. If you are making comments about somebody who is overweight, or if you are someone who's overweight and people have made comments to you, it has never worked. It has never worked. That person has never turned around and said, oh, that is so sweet that you, your concern has now made me want to turn things around and, you know, feel really good about my, how I'm eating and feel really good about my body. And, you know, you've just done me a huge favor. Never, never in the history has that ever happened. Okay. Someone might turn around and say, okay, now I'm fueled with anger. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to change my body. But you didn't make them feel good about them. You never did. So if you're somebody that makes these comments to someone that's close to you or to anyone, but let's say that it's someone that you do it like often to because it's your sibling or whatever and you're always making these comments, that is a slap in their face. And if you are thinking that it's helping them, you are delusional and you need therapy, okay? That is what it comes down to. If you care and genuinely care, you would be prepared to be vulnerable with that person. You would put yourself out on the line, prepared to be rejected because you care, right? And when you care for people, you do things that might get rejected. You do things that might not be received well because you're willing to go out of your way. You're willing to experience some discomfort to help somebody, right? So if you care, you will sit them down and have a conversation with them. Hey, can I talk to you? Let's sit down. This is, I don't really know how to approach it, but bang, 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 and proceed with what you want to say. You have to open up the, the, the forum for discussion. If you don't, if you just throw it out there with one comment, you're kidding yourself. You're delusional and you don't know what you're talking about, okay? And that goes really for any topic, for any topic. But weight is just such a common one that I saw and it just it blows my mind that in this day and age, so many people still are, you know, on the receiving end of so many ridiculous backward comments, okay? Please, if you're in a situation where this happens to you, feel free to share all of that. Say that to them. Say, I know you don't care because of X, Y, Z. Nothing makes my blood boil more than when people talk about being concerned for somebody who's overweight because of their health and, oh, the long-term health repercussion, whatever. If that's the case, you would be a fucking martyr walking around the streets pulling people up on every unhealthy thing that they're doing. So shut the fuck up and stop talking about people's weights, okay? Because if you're so concerned, why don't you go on a rampage and talk to every single person that's smoking or vaping on the streets, right? You don't care. You just want to make a comment to make yourself feel better and that person feel average. And if I can get one thing out of this podcast, it's to help people who always have comments made to them about their appearance to feel a little bit more fueled up or I hope 
empowered to shut someone down or say something about it because hopefully we're going to start creating more and more of a community that you're going to have more support around these topics and more support from people that are going to agree with you and be a bit more aware and awake to comments like this and and do something about it. And what I ask of you all, if you are in a situation, please guys do this for me or for yourself, Better, better for yourself, not for me. If you are in a situation where you see that happen and the person that's on the receiving end either A, doesn't know what to say or B, doesn't feel comfortable saying something, if you do feel comfortable, please say something. Stand up for people if you feel safe and comfortable to do so. Obviously, if it feels fucked up to do it, then don't. You have to protect yourself. But if you feel in a situation where you can, do it. You are doing your friends, the people around you, and yourself a huge service. One of the best ways to demonstrate self-love is not only standing up for yourself, but standing up for other people around you. You will go home fucking loving yourself sick if you stood up for someone today. Standing for something, defending people, standing up for other people is a purpose. And having a purpose is one of the greatest ways of loving yourself, of creating, of, of you know, um, um, harvesting some self-love. Okay. So that is one of the biggest pieces of advice. Always stand up for yourself when it comes to these comments, if you can, and if you feel comfortable to do so, but stand up for other people that might not yet feel that they have the tools to do so. And lastly, as, like I said, please remember awkward silences are gold. So if you are ever in a situation where you're like, I literally don't know what to say in response, create some awkward silence. We love that shit. We love it. And just watch that person squirm. Okay, guys, thank you so much. I love you all so much. I love my beans, my community. And finally, we have reached the week where we're doing two podcasts a week. Love that so much. Um, I really need to get way more organized. But hey, look, I love a deadline. I love a challenge. So here we are living large. All right, guys, thank you so much. I'm going to stop talking. Have an amazing week and I will chat to you guys on Thursday. Oh, also, please, guys, if you can, please, can you do a survey for my podcast? It's just a way of getting to know what it is that you guys love the most. A little bit about my audience as well. So ACAST, who are my um, my agents, it's it's part of like, so my podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Um, we've put together this like survey, which takes around five to 10 minutes to do. So if you guys do have a spare couple of minutes, I would love for you guys to click on the show notes and um, fill out that survey for me. I'm also going to be sharing the survey on my Facebook group as well. And then on my Instagram, I would love as many people as possible to share that. We also will be giving away a voucher. The details of that are going to be on the show notes for this podcast, but thank you so much. I would really, really, really appreciate you doing that just to get a bit of more of an insight into my audience. So then I can keep like giving you guys what exactly it is that you want to hear. So guys, thank you. I really appreciate it. As always, be kind to yourselves, be kind to your brains. Don't take shit from anyone and especially, like literally don't take shit from anyone. That's what this podcast is about. And especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke.